Hi, welcome back to episode 3 of Stories of Mahabharat. In last episode, we um, heard about Bhishma's ultimate pledge that he took for his father and for the kingdom that he will devote his life for the crown and for the kingdom and he will never get married and he would never associate with any woman at any cost. And hearing that, Shantanu gives him a boon that he will choose the time of his death and he will choose how he dies. In today's episode, we will move forward. So after all of that has happened, Shantanu and Satyavati get married. There is happiness around the year. They have a huge wedding and they live a happy married life. Uh, meanwhile, Bhishma is taking care of the administration of the kingdom he's also basically taking care of the entire kingdom going on wars protecting the kingdom um basically everything is going great after a couple of years uh, satyavati and shantanu give birth to their first son his name is chitrangad followed by their second son whose name is vichitravirya uh chitrangad was considered as an arrogant young man and one day while he was in the forest he came across um a gandharva now if we talk about what gandharva is gandharvas are basically celestial beings whose males are considered to be divine performers like musicians uh singers poets and the females are considered to be dancers uh they are re- regarded as celestial demigods if i may say so and they basically they are uh, according to the vishnu puranas the, the gandharvas are son of god brahma as well so when this particular gandharva encountered with this kid whose name was chitrangad and he asked him who are you what's your name and the arrogant kid was like my name is chitrangad the gandharva got a little upset because his name was also chitrangad and he said how dare you call yourself chitrangad you are like you don't look like a warrior and because of this the both start having an argument and the argument leads to a fight and within moments the young boy chitrangad is dead now shantanu is obviously very upset he lost his son and after a while he also passes away now satyavati is really 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 worried because she has just one son and even though that son is re- really young uh bhishma again is still taking care of the kingdom but they know that vichitravire is going to be the king he is the king but he's a kid but uh bhishma is taking care of the kingdom in all ways possible now we talk about the name vichitravire it actually means uh, vichitra means um vichitra means strange or weird and vire means masculinity so vichitra vire was considered as, as like a personality with some sort of strange um, connotation to him or his masculinity so to say so when he grew up satyavati was really worried that now we have to, and she was talking to bhishma about how they have to find the perfect bride for vichitra vire who would be the queen of hastinapur and the kuru dynasty and bhishma said we cannot just have any queen the queen has to be amazing because the kingdom kind of depends not just on the king of the kingdom but also on the queen of the kingdom we all know how much impact both of them have especially queen because she's kind of running so much behind the scenes as well 
so uh, bijam said okay i will send my spies and we look into like who's the most eligible queen for our kurul dynasty and some spies came back and they informed that there is actually a swamvar happening really soon and uh, this swamvar was happening in the kingdom of kashi and the king of kashi had three daughters and the daughters were named ambe ambalike and sorry amba ambika and ambalika uh, that's the english version and the sanskrit version would be ambe ambike and ambalike and they were considered so beautiful uh, like people had heard about their beauty and everybody would be like if they become our queen like we'd be the luckiest people like they had just heard about how amazing they were so when um, the king of kashi arranged a swamvar for his three daughters he actually did not invite the kuru uh, the kuru dynasty uh, and bhishma or vichitravire and part of it could be because the rumors of which it really might have spread and also they had a bit of rivalry amongst their kingdoms uh, so they were not invited but when with when when but when bhishma got to know that they were not invited he was really upset and he decided that he's still going to go to that swamvar um uninvited if we talk about the swamvar of these three daughters swamvar is basically a tradition uh, where a bunch of eligible people from the royal family anybody from the kshatriya community can basically participate and these three women can decide who their groom would be or who they want to get married to and in swamvar there can be different rituals to choose a swamvar but this particular one there was no ritual it was just that these three ladies would go around look at the different men and whoever they decide to get married to they just have to put a garland on them and that would be their groom so there was no competition or there nobody else was going to decide it for them sometimes that happens but in this particular swamvar they were going to decide just by putting a garland on the men now the swamvar starts starts everybody is excited the, uh, the three wonderful beautiful sisters have walked out everybody is like overjoyed to see their beauty everybody is excited nobody knows who they are going to pick and in this uh, time bhishma walks in and everybody like there's a pin drop silence in the whole place because people are talking now they are like taunting almost bhishma and they are like oh why is this old man here has he changed his mind because we all know that he took this pledge so they are like oh are these three sisters so beautiful that you are here to like take your pledge back and get married to them and also you were not invited so what are you doing here so all of this back and forth between different people and that's why what leads to again an argument bhishma gets really upset he's already upset that he was not invited like the kuru dynasty was not invited here so this leads to a lot of back and forth with the king of uh, bakashi as well and he finally declares that i am going to take these three sisters with me to our kingdom and they are going to be uh, they are going to get married to vichitravire obviously he just he's he's a gallant warrior he can do whatever he wants to do and in that moment of anger he when he started to do that the king of kashi is obviously like at first he's shocked but when he's like figuring out what's happening he tells everyone like go fight with bhishma like what are you doing what are you waiting for like he he can't do this he can't take my three daughters just like that so everybody is like trying to fight bhishma at this point going after him and his carriage but bhishma is undefeated warrior like nobody can defeat him so he obviously like defeats everyone 
and there is this one guy who keeps following him and keeps fighting him and his name is Salvia but Bhishma defeats him as well and then in his carriage along with the three sisters he goes back and he goes back to his mother and he tells mother to his mother Satyavati that here are the three sisters Amba, Ambika and Amalika and they are here to get married. Uh, they are here, and they should get married to Vishwatruvide. Satyavati takes one look at them, and she's like, "Oh my God, they are beautiful." Of course, she's happy. Um, and Vishwatruvide is uh, uh, invited, and he looks, and he's happy. Everybody's happy. But before anything else could happen, anyone could say anything, the eldest sister Amba speaks, and she she basically talks to Satyavati and she's like how could you do this like how could Bhishma do this she's upset and she explains her side of the story she's like um if I may say so I was in love with someone else I was in love with Salvia and I was supposed to put a garland on him and we were supposed to get married but your son Bhishma kidnapped us and brought us here so Satyavati is also like, oh my god, what has my son done? He shouldn't have done this. And Bhishma is equally upset because he he gets that he made a mistake in a rage of anger. He shouldn't have done that. And if he knew that, and he talks to Amba, he says, if I knew that you were in love with Salve, and now he's like trying to figure out, oh, that's why Salve was like fighting me. And he's like, if I knew that you were in love with Salve and you were going to marry him, I would not have done this. I was ignorant, I'm sorry, and he tells him, it's okay, you can go back to Salvia and forgive me. So Amba goes back to Salvia, but Salvia refuses to take her back because his ego has been hurt. He fought for her, but he was defeated by Bhishma. So he tells her, what are you doing here? Why did you come back for me? He won you. I fought with him. I could not win. And everybody knows that now you have to be the queen of Kuru dynasty and I cannot take you anymore. Amba is heartbroken, she cries and then she goes back to her father and her father also rejects to take her because her father is like, I can't take you anymore. Bhishma has taken you in front of everyone to become the queen of Kuru dynasty. So that is what you must do now. You must go back and do that. So Amba has no other option but to actually come back to the Kuru dynasty and when she does she is upset she's enraged and she just shouts at Bhishma she's like you have to marry me now because of you I'm in this position like hours ago I was in like having the time of my life I was about to get married to the love of my life and you because of your ignorance and your anger did all of this and now here I am I cannot go back to the person I loved and was about to get married to I cannot go back to my father now here this is where I'm supposed to be so you have to marry me now Bhishma explains that he cannot do that because of his pledge but he said he will talk to Vichitravire Vichitravire disagrees he said I don't want to get married to someone who like openly agreed to being in love with someone else and wanted to get married to someone else uh, Amba is very furious now she just wants to kill Vichitravire she's like I will make sure that you die or you have to get married to me Bhishma smiles he said I cannot get married to you because of my pledge and also you cannot kill me again because of the boon that I have that I get to pick when I die so Amba is like you know what I will find a way to kill you and with that anger she just leaves and Bhishma just 
smiles and he's like you know what i'll wait i'll wait for you to come back and kill me uh meanwhile uh, vichitravire get ma- gets married um and uh, to both the queens and uh after like couple of years of uh, happy married life i think around 7 years Vichitravire also dies and it's written in the scriptures that he died of um, tuberculosis and also because of i think drinking alcohol all of those things mixed together so again the kingdom has no king and this time the kingdom has two queens but no king but no like uh, no king and of course no grandchild for satyavati somebody to take over the throne so satyavati is again in deep stress <laughs> like why does this keep happening to her <laughs> all she wants is a king <laughs> somebody to take over the throne but again we've reached a point when there is no no one to take over the throne so in this time uh, satyavati is again talking to bhishma and they're like what should we do next so together they decide that they should invoke the practice of niyoga niyoga is basically a practice a system which basically allows someone who uh, is incapable of like producing a child either because they are a widow or some other problem they can actually get a son by the help of a saint or a rishi or someone from the family So Satyavati is like I want Kuru dynasty's uh, lineage to be taken forward so she requests Bhishma why don't you um uh, why don't you give us a grandson with the queens Bhishma is I would understand where he would be because he took the whole pledge for Satyavati so that like her children could become the king her lineage could become the king and now because the times have turned like i said in the first episode this is so interesting how someone who wanted this because the times have changed now they are just like oh take the pledge back because now it doesn't serve me anymore but bishma as we learn throughout mahabharat is not a man to be moved by anybody or anything if he has decided something bishma pitama he is going to abide by it so he obviously he cares about the kingdom he cares about the crown but he also cares about his pledge the most so he explains that he cannot do it absolutely not then satyavati is like what do you what do you what do you think we can do then we do have no other option and bishma is like we definitely would have some option we'll think about it and as they think about it bishma gets an idea so bishma explains that you know what he tells satyavati that why don't you ask brother vyasa So remember we talked about Satyavati's first son Vedvyasa who also narrated Mahabharat um when he was a little boy his father took him and went to the forest because his father was a rishi and Vedvyasa was supposed to become a rishi so he lived in the forest with his father he learned the scriptures he did all the study and he never really came in um and lived like a normal life he was in the forest all the time so Bhishma was like he's perfect. He he's a Maharishi. He's Vedvyasa. He's a he's he's my brother. He's your son, and obviously he can help. So Satyavati is really happy. She uh, calls Vedvyasa, and when Vedvyasa comes in, he agrees to whatever his mother wants, and he said, "Okay, I will do it for you." At this point, Vedvyasa has spent all his life in the forest, so he's not really. let's say the most good looking guy around <laughs> he has he's like he doesn't care about how he looks he has like full beard he has hair he's filled with dirt also you have to remember he's like this dusky he has this dusky complexion so let's just say people were kind of scared of him and no woman would go near him also because he was such a maharishi if somebody would upset him or if he gets angry he could give anyone a curse 
and his his curse would come true because he's a saint so everybody scared of him so vedvyasa is like i will do it mother but have you asked uh, your daughter in laws are they okay with it and satyavati is like i will talk to them so when she talks to them she explains and they are like of course we have to do it because they also understand that a queen is just the importance of a queen is the most important task for her is to give a son for the kingdom is to give the next king and so they would do anything for it as well but when they find out that um, they have chosen vedvyasa to do this task they are obviously a little frightened so when satyavati asks uh, when satyavati asks ambika to go uh, everything is arranged but satyavati is so scared so when vedvyasa and satyavati are in the room satyavati has closed her eyes because she's so frightened and throughout the night when the whole process is happening um, sh- her eyes are closed and when vedvyasa everything is done vedvyasa leaves and then he goes to satyavati and he's like uh, mother i have uh, i've done the task that you gave me and you will have a grandchild ambika will have a will have a son he'll be amazing but he will be born blind he explained because ambika closed her eyes during the whole process satyavati is upset how can a blind grandchild become a king like a blind person cannot be a king she is like this is, i cannot have it so she goes to ambalika <clears throat> the uh, the third the youngest <clears throat> granddaughter and she explains to ambalika listen you have to give me a healthy grandchild so this is what you are going to do she explains everything she is like no matter what happens don't close your eyes just keep your eyes open throughout the process so ambalika agrees she goes she tries to keep her eyes open but because she's so frightened by the whole process she turns pale and then the next morning vedvyasa goes back to his mother and he explains that ambalika will also have a healthy son everything will be amazing but he will be pale because she turned all pale so that's how he will look ambalika uh, satyavati is again very upset she for the love of god wanted one grandchild who's healthy and uh, just like any grandmother would want so she tells ambalika that listen you have to go back this has to happen again but ambalika is so upset like she's already so frightened so what she does she asks her maid and dresses her well puts on a lot of makeup and she sends her instead now the maid is not really afraid of vedvyasa at all she is not frightened she doesn't close her eyes she actually participates in the whole process and everything happens and then vedvyasa comes out and vedvyasa tells her mother that this has happened and the third grandchild that you'll have will be born and he'll have no problems he'll be completely healthy so hence dish few months later the three grandchildren are born now we'll know about what happens to the three grandchildren how they are trained who will become the king another very interesting story but that will happen in the next episode we'll also find out what happened to the eldest of the three sisters amba and amba's plight because remember she's out there searching for someone who could kill bhishma so all of that interesting stuff will come out in the next episode i hope you enjoyed listening to and watching this episode of mahabharat if you haven't subscribed go to that and you can also watch this podcast on spotify i'll see you in the next one bye